everybody to another episode of the Chat Footy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all you chat footers out there. So we have been away for a long, long time, and we thought for the World Cup, we should come back. But before that, and we're going to have a preview of the World Cup as well, but the preview to the preview, we've got to talk about something that's happening down the East Lanks Road, Chris. <laughs> Do we? Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we do. Because like, like you say, Dave, you know, we, we talked about off the podcast, you would be talking to me anyway. Sometimes we we always say about bringing Chat Footy back and we end up spending like nearly 50 minutes on the phone talking football. So And then think, well, we should have recorded it. We should have recorded it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, we've got to talk before the World Cup. Yet again, centre of attention, obviously one of the greatest footballers of all time has decided to do an interview. And I'm talking about Ronaldo with Piers Morgan. And it basically, he's saying to United, I want to go. You didn't want to sell me in the summer. I'm gone now. And I just don't see any way back. And we haven't seen the whole interview because apparently he lays into the Glazers for what Piers Morgan's released. But my God, Dave, it is buzzing. Talk Sports, Sky, BBC, all the main sites are covering it. And everyone... He's coming out of the woodwork. And you know who talks the most sense, Dave? And it's absolutely called it from day dot. It's Jamie Carragher, my friend. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you think about the abuse he got. Like when he was saying to uh, Roy Keane, I can see it in my mind's eye now. He's saying, what, what is he here for? And Roy Keane's like, to win trophies. Yeah. <laughs> He's here to fuck some shit up, uh, seemingly, you know, because you're right. And and I'd, I'd come into this. You've completely blindsided me because I kind of half forgot about that interview. Um, I was just blown away by this news. I'm like, what unbelievable fucking terrible timing. And we're used to footballers keeping things under wraps, aren't we? And so that's why when he stormed off, you know, when he's supposed to come on as a sub, but he stormed off, you know, in front of the cameras and everything. You kind of know what's going on. You know, you know he's not happy. There's in, there's no smoke without fire, but you don't actually know concrete that he's really, really unhappy. And I just, I can't think of another example where someone has come out so blatantly and just thrown fucking everyone under the bus. I mean, there's there's no one who comes off well out of it. So the Glazers have gone under the bus. But I don't know. You tell me. How much stock does that give him back, you know, to the United fans? Because he's basically said, you know, Ralph Ragnick, what the fuck was he doing there? Um, I don't know whether the Sancho and, and uh, Luke Shaw thing eating cake is no, that's true. Not real. That's was, Elon Musk, Dave, letting everyone fucking I was, be verified. I was thinking about putting some out there myself. But um, no, but I mean, we've seen the clips, you know, where he, he really does go at people, you know, like taking the piss out of Wayne Rooney for the way he looks now and, and saying, what's he got to do? And, and then my mind goes back to the world. Was it the World Cup or was it the Euros when he got Rooney sent off and gave a little wink to the camera? <laughs> You know, all, yeah. all those things fucking come back to me now. And it's like, you absolute muppet. I mean, he could have just gone with all of the things, with the storm off and everything. He could have just gone and still been a legend 
at United. I've never liked the cunt. But, you know, he could have still been a legend to United fans. But how how do you feel now about, like, his whole, you know, involvement with the club? Well, so I've renewed my season ticket for the first time in four years. I've got a cup season ticket, so I've seen him a lot this year in the games. And he has, and this isn't an excuse. Last season, he was the focal point. He got 24 goals. If we didn't have him, I dread to think where we were because, you know, Rashford is not a striker. Martial's always injured. He does score goals. Ten Hag, if, if Ronaldo had slated the Glazers, you know, the lack of investment, all the things that, like, Carrington, the training pitch, and everyone had agreed, we'd back him to the hill. He'd go down as an absolute... Uh, Legend, but Ten Hag is weeding out mm. all the dead legs. And he's got rid of Juan Mata, Matic, to name who fucking Pogba, Lingard, all these people who just would absolutely rinse United for money, you know, more than that, especially Pogba and that. And, and he's done the right thing. He's had one transfer window. Ronaldo's there. Ronaldo didn't want to work under him. He wanted to go. Nobody wanted him. If, that, if that's, that's the truth, nobody wanted him. He's 37. For me, Dave, he's, the fans are just t- going to turn on him now. He's got to be sold before we play our first game or whenever he's eligible to, eligible to be picked. He's got to be sold because the fucking abuse he's going to get. Nobody, everyone is back in Ten Hag. He's the first manager we've had since Fergie. He's a disciplinarian, doesn't mess about. If you're playing crap, you're out of the team, <coughs> Harry Maguire. <coughs> but John, you're out of the, out of the team. <laughs> A hundred percent. And he's absolutely picked people on the merit of the way they play. And and the fact that I heard that he's getting rid of Fred at the end of the season on a free transfer is the fucking best news I've heard since Fellaini left Dave. So I'm more <laughs> than happy with what he's doing. So I think he's the man. And one of the quotes going around today, you've probably seen it online, is Fergie's quote. Once a player thinks he's bigger than the club, you sell him. Mm. Like he did with Beckham and like he did. And Ronaldo, what annoys me is, I think me and you spoke about this, when we sold Ronaldo in 2009, we won the European Cup in 2008 and he wanted to go then. And Fergie persuaded him and said, mm. give me one more season. And that season, we got to the final. We were unbeaten in the Champions League all the way to the final. We were the only team unbeaten in that season. And we were scoring goals left, right, centre. And we should have run over Barcelona. I know that's not an easy feat because... You had like Messi, you had Etu. That was a top, top bar. It was, it was. It? Yeah, it was. But but on paper, we were actually the better side, which sounds ridiculous to say, Dave, but we were. However, in the final, to pander to uh, Ronaldo's needs, he put Ronaldo down the middle and Rooney on the right against Puyol. And we lost, I mean, mm. Ronaldo at the post pretty early, but we lost that final because of Fergie panicking and playing to Ronaldo. And I can't say a lot of bad things about Fergie, but that was a mistake in that game. And then he left, but that season, 2008-2009 season, when we defended the European Cup, he was like a little baby. He got substituted, these pictures of him throwing water bottles, kicking off, you know, just being so petulant. And it's like, he's 37 years old. And obviously, he's, he's lost his uh, one of his, his kids this year, which is awful. And I think his other daughter, she was ill as well. And that's what he said in this interview. There was no respect there. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I'm very close to... United through people who weren't there, shall we say. Um, and I think from what I've heard, Dave, he's everything that you think he is, unfortunately. And, and I, but I got told last week that he wasn't going to play the last two games and that's exactly what he's not done. Mm. And he, he told everyone that and I got told that. So I was actually correct. But 
it's just a shame. It was only going to end one way because he still thinks he's got it. And Father Time, just this season, especially Father Time, has absolutely caught up with him despite how good he looks. I think part of the problem for me, though, and, and like I say, Carragher called it, he, he's, he's always like the cherry on the top type player, isn't he? Yeah. You know, so he fits into those great teams. And, you know, Christ, the, the shape of him. You know, I don't think there's another 37-year-old playing top-level football like him. You know, and he really adjusted his style, didn't he? Because when he first came to United and was doing a million step-overs a game, but he, he had that blistering pace and he'd be up and down the flanks, you know, all match. But he adjusted his game and moved more to the centre. You know, he picked and, and chose when he was going to put a sprint on. And I, I still remember when people were passing the ball around him. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing for Portugal and he was like, yeah, I'm not chasing that. But, you know, he knew how he had to adapt and change. But the problem is football has moved on. So with the, the sort of brand of football that you've seen City and Liverpool play in the last kind of five years, you've seen this more high-pressing, high-intensity game, pressing from the front, and all the teams are doing it now. So, honestly, in the last few years, United have been uh, one of the easiest games we've had because they do, they just never pressed in the same way. And so, you know, Ronaldo, yeah, he scored all the goals and stuff, but when you're out of possession, you lose. You're you're almost playing with a man down. You know, I mean, you're a little bit indifferent to Rashford, aren't you? I still, yeah. think he's, he's, I still have a warped perception because he always fucking scores against us. But, um, you know, he does run his fucking bollocks off when he's instructed to, you know, and he's hard to play against, you know, because he's fast as fuck. And like I say, you could tell when he's had those instructions, he, he tracks back a lot as well. Ronaldo, you just don't get that. And you just think, well, okay, Maybe he needs to walk into one of those great sides. You know, Lewandowski left uh, Bayern to go to Barcelona, didn't he? Maybe that yeah. would have been a decent move for him. But like you say, the the word on the street is, well, no one wanted him. You know, because it's not just the it's not just the player that you get. It's the the attitude. And you know what? A lot of managers and coaches they they don't like that. So if you're going to get a prima donna in, you can kind of forgive it when he's coming up with the goods. But like you say, I think he's past that tipping point now. And I tell you what, I don't see where he goes. No, I don't. <laughs> so, so I think you might be stuck with him. And fuck me, if he's playing... Oh, you're not in the League Cup, are you? If, he, if he's playing... Like fucking away at Stoke or something <laughs> on the third of January or whenever, whenever the first, uh, the third round of the FA Cup is. Guys, going to get some stick, isn't he? He is, and I, I don't mean to be a dick. We are. We're playing Burnley in the League Cup because we played Villa last Thursday and beat him. So, League Cup. What, what did you go out of? Um, so the Champions League. I'm thinking. No, we haven't in the Champions League this year. The, we, oh, we, yeah. the Europa, the Europa League. We've got to play a playoff with Barcelona. So you're that's, right. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah, you're right. Sorry. So we've got Barca, which I'm looking to have a ticket day, but we don't know what's going to happen. But I think when watching the game yesterday, you can see why he, he can't play. 
Ten Hag wants speed, Dave. He wants pure yeah. speed, and Ronaldo hasn't got it. And if you're going to play Ronaldo, you've got a speed around him who can play into his strengths, get the balls in, and that we haven't got proper wingers, so he can't do that. You know, you just you can't play to his strengths, which is his heading and around the box. It's got to be in his feet. You've got to be in front, balls. Got to be in front of them. Whoever Ten Hag, Dave. I've, I've said this. I know with Ollie and all that, and he's, you and Ben take the piss, but. Ten Hag, for me, is the best manager we've had since Fergie already. And, I, and you can clearly see there is an absolute direction he wants us to play. And I don't think he's far off getting it right. You know, so, yeah, it's just a shame he's ended like this. But, yeah, I was so dying to speak to you about it. it was like, I mean, oh to be God. fair, I mean, we Ben and I used to love to take the piss out of your admiration and your uh, clinging to the hope that Ollie was going to turn it around. I, yeah. I don't actually think we've taken the piss out of um, Ten Hag because you can yeah. see he's different gravy. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, it was good while it lasted. I mean, with the amount of money that United spend, it's, it's like Everton, seriously. It takes some doing to spend that amount of money and be that shit. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, you, you have to spend it pretty badly. And your scouting has to be all over the place. And you, you basically, from what it, it looked like to me over the last sort of 10 years or so, United just haven't had a proper identity as, as, a, as a player, not as a club so much. It's one of the biggest clubs in the world. But in terms of that way of playing, so each new manager that came in would just buy the players that they wanted and deal with the squad that they've been left with and inherited. But the trouble is, if you want to play like a, a Jose Mourinho, you know, uh, uh, sit back, hit on the counter, you know, if you want to play that sort of game, or you want to go, you know, Pep Guardiola, pressing from the front, high intensity, they're completely different players that you need to support that system. Yeah. So, you know, the reason... All this money spent just hasn't really gone well, in my opinion. It's, it's just because there, there hasn't been that strategy, you know, and it, there hasn't been this um, movement towards, you know, a playing style. And it's like, right, we need, okay, we know we're, let's say, a left winger short or something like that, but we'll have to go a couple of transfer windows without that and move people around and then we'll bring one in. You know, none of that long term vision. So, I do think Ten Hag will get closer. Um, it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, keeping up with the oil merchants, yeah, <laughs> find it difficult. But he's definitely he's the closest I think you've had since Ferguson left. Yeah, because yeah. I I think you look at Moyes that tickled me no end. I mean, <laughs> basically, it destabilized. Liverpool's two main rivals at the time, United yeah. and Everton. Brilliant. I don't I don't think there can be a better change uh, in my eyes back in 2013. But then going with Van Gaal, going with Mourinho, they were all so such desperation moves. And then Oli, oh, it's hilarious. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what, I just want one thing I want to say about that. You're right, because you've had plenty of fun at me, you two. Is <laughs> I am looking forward to Monday Night Football if it's on because I fucking hate Gary Neville, 
Rio, I know they don't work, he'd work for Sky, Roy Keane, all Ollie's mates who not, and Scholes yeah. and everything, at not one point did any of them have a go at Ollie. They all had a go at fucking the players. I'm not saying yeah. that like Pogba, Lingard taking the piss, you know, Maguire's not up to it. I was like, Harry Maguire was a good player, but he obviously isn't. He's, he's, I'm watching him every day, Dave. He's like a bus turning. It was night and day compared to Martinez. <laughs> and um, what's he called? Um, Varane. It was just, yeah, I mean, yeah. Varane's injured again, unfortunately. But unbelievable. And it annoys me so much. And even Carrick has been doing it today, and I shouldn't be laughing, but Carrick is like messaging to me. I was going, do you want to come on and talk about it, Carrick? And then, then Carrick has come back. We're going, have you left the WhatsApp group yet, Rio? Because he's supposed to be a WhatsApp group <laughs> with Ronaldo, Evra. And he said, Evra, Roy... Uh, I mean, obviously, he's blanking Gary Neville now, Ronaldo. It's just, I think he's just can't accept that he's not the player. Oh, yeah, well, I forgot about that. I mean, that is ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pathetic. He blanked Carragher, hugged yeah. Neville. And the next game, he went over and hugged Henri and blanked Neville or something like that. It was like, oh, what is the matter with you? It, it was a joke, wasn't it? I mean, look, blanking Carragher, fair enough. Liverpool legend, he's giving you a bit of stick. You know, good bit of banter, you know, like show him up. You know, I, I think that was fair game. But blanking Neville, because he's been a little bit critical of you, I thought that was just absolute petulance. And you're saying, you know, he's he's in the twilight of his career, but he doesn't fucking act like it, does he? No, no, he doesn't. I mean, Dave, it's a specimen, but there's, there's levels to this. He's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. He can't play. I mean, I don't like the fact he's body shaming Rooney, if I'm being honest. I mean, Rooney... Mm. Rooney isn't innocent because he wanted to go to City in 2010 and then Fergie got hold of him and he decided he was leaving. I remember Stan Collymore saying, because he had Paul Stretford as his agent as well as Rooney, and he went, I remember saying on Talk Sport, I'm going to say a name, I'm going to say, uh, and I'm not going to say his real name, I'm going to, and he said something like Bane Fooney or something like that. <laughs> What's the sign for Manchester City? And I'm, I swear to God, that's what he said. I swear Shame. to never forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane Booney or something like that, he said. Probably that really, but I remember remember him you know just putting them letters mixing them up or whatever mm. he did and then it was all over the news after that Colin Moore sort of broke the story and he was going and then Fergie got hold of him he signed a contract apologised to the team and then scored over a kick against City you know but yeah. and then 2013 Rooney wanted to go and then when Fergie retired he stayed and stayed till he till he went to um, America and stuff so yeah. but it's not fair Rooney's really has had a few digs at Ronaldo but I do think in Knows more than us, Dave. Shared a dressing room with him. Really, mm. he's the most decorative player with Ryan Giggs at the club, and he's he scored the most England goals, the most goals for United. Oh, he did well. He, I think Harry Kane's going to beat him, but it, you know what I mean. At this present time, so it's like Rooney's more of a legend than Ronaldo, and I'm not just doing yeah. that to clutch at straws. Rooney was there through all the shit as well, which you can't say about Ronaldo. And you know what? With what he did at Derby as well, I, I, he did go up in my estimation i must admit rooney with, with what he did yeah. there and the way he stuck by and tried to do the best job in in really difficult circumstances but you know one of my favorite stories you know just taking a, a little adjacent look so when uh back in the 80s when there was this fierce rivalry between arnie and sliced alone then arnie was playing about wasn't he you know he was he was winding up trying to put things out there that like Arnie was going to get cast for something. And so there was this script going around for stop or my mom will shoot. And so he put out oh, a rumor. Yeah. 
<laughs> that Arnie was going to sign up for it. So Sly signed up for it really quickly. You know, these were in the days when he was a bit of a dick and just, you know, the ego unleashed. And so he signed up for it. And obviously it's a fucking terrible movie. And I just wonder, <laughs> is that what City did to United? It's like, oh, well, yes, yeah. I'm Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> And then you know, it did spurred into action, like, well, we got to fucking sign him. Yeah, it's not really part of the plan, though. Yeah, but City are going to get him. I remember you and I talking, and you were like, oh, this is going to be fucking ridiculous. He's going to burn his bridges and everything if he goes to City. You were over the moon. When I was. I was. Yeah, I was. I remember opening a bottle of Prosecco. I was playing pool in the traffic centre, <laughs> and it was all over. You've got a City, and then all of a sudden, Sky Sports News come up and went, Breaking news, he's going to United and it's confirmed and yeah. United confirmed it. I mean, I remember going, bottle of Prosecco, me and Jordan were going mad. Sam sat there going, I don't care about football. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, love I, hope I love the Prosecco anyway, but no, don't. I, I'm totally with you, Dave. And the nostalgia, his first game, he got two goals and we beat Newcastle. Unbelievable. And you thought, oh my God, this is what we needed. And then obviously, Ollie left, it went to shit. But um, yeah, but what, on the flip side, Side then, so don't worry now. Very quickly, the circle of life in football league, like anything, Alexandra Ganacho scores the winner against Fulham yesterday mm. and literally plays like Ronaldo. Got a little bit of arrogance about him. I know one of my friends who played Ladley plays at United, he's best mates with him, said he's a great lad. He recently born in Spain, but he played, he's played for Argentina in the squads so far, so we could play for either of them. But it was only when you said it, I didn't realize we'd, we'd actually nicked him from Atletico in 2015. Mm. So that's quite interesting, but I don't know a lot about him. He's a great player, and and you know he's a slight lad at the moment. But that just shows day football moves on. No matter how good you are, we might have a player on our hands. I'd say might because we've had Yanazai and all these other players of false stones. But this kid looked like he's got something about him. Yeah, I mean, what a I, under normal circumstances you'd say what a couple of role models he's got. You know, in, yeah. in his club, he can train with Ronaldo and then he goes with the national team and he, he can train with Messi. But, you know, it doesn't sound like Ronaldo's been uh, the ideal role model around the camp. But, yeah, it's weird because I thought, I guess if it was 2015, it, it was before Brexit. Because I I thought with Brexit now and everything, we, we couldn't nab these promising youngsters anymore. So I, I was quite surprised to... to you know, realise he'd come from Atletico. Can't, yeah. can't be 2015. Can't be six years ago, maybe, surely. Maybe, hang on a sec. <laughs> 2016. Oh, hang on. Wait a now. <laughs> wait a minute. Chris Feltz, stat check. Um, signed him up when he's 11. Yeah. He, he, sorry, he signed for Atletico in 2015, came to United in October 2020 day. So I do apologise. Ah, right, right. That go. makes more sense. 420,000 we signed him for. So, uh, oh, so I actually paid a fee, right? Yeah. That makes sense then. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like the whole Fabregas thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I just my mind had, had forgotten we were in 2022 then. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Felsch with the ridiculous stats as usual, not even checking it properly. But there you go, Dave. <laughs> no, it is. It is just it's funny timing, isn't it? Because you'd think if Ten Hag was doing badly. And then, look, they're not doing amazing, but you can definitely see there's a progression, you know, and he's building towards something. That that hasn't been there for the last 10 years. So the fact that you've got that, the fact that you've got this young kid, I mean, he scored the winner the other week as well, didn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, he's bagged the winner twice now. He looks the business. You know, he looks exciting. And you got Ronaldo saying, oh, they're trying to force me out of the club. No, pretty sure it was you trying to get your way out of the club. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's just, I think it's terrible timing. It's just, yeah. you know, it is a little bit sad. Even, You know, I'm not quite neutral, but I do try and be neutral when I look at these things. You know, he's such a legend before. They say don't ever go back, don't they? And, and I think in this case, you'd have to mark this up as, Yep, shouldn't have gone back. Um, you know, should have maybe gone to PSG or you know a different country or something like that. Because he, he's just soured everything. He soured his original reputation. Like you say, you probably not thought for years now about how he forced his way out of the club the first time round. Yeah, but yeah. now that all comes back to the fore. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Is what it is. But Dave, anyway, we could talk about this for ages. Thank you for today, mate. I feel like I've been in a therapy session, a Ronaldo yeah. therapy session. <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, even better, Dave, last time we recorded, I don't know how many points ahead of United Liverpool were, but you're now four points behind us as we go into yeah, the uh, Christmas whole, break. A whole four points. Liverpool a bit had this atrocious season and United have been brilliant <laughs> and there's four <laughs> points in it. <laughs> so, so let's... Dave. Small wins, my friend. Small wins. <laughs> I did. I did notice you comment on the Discord where you said, "Oh, uh, you're going to be supporting City. You'll be supporting City this season." Then we'll be like, right, "Whatever, I'm Fact. going." Fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm having a hissy fit. I'm going to speak to Pierce Morgan about you, Dave. So I'm going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, sir. And look, we'll be back. We'll go through a little bit of a preview. Talk about the different groups. Look at the England squad. There are well, one surprise in particular that springs out of mind. So we'll just yes. have a go through there, pick our first 11 for that first match. And then we'll, uh, yeah, looking forward to the World Cup, despite all the atrocities and the fact that it's fucking corrupt as fuck that it's there in the first place. But That's aside awful. from that, we'll get into the actual football and forget just the football. shit. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, nice one, mate. And we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.